And as always, we are coming to you from the Key Listener Show studios here in Bozeman, Montana with Karen, the producer. As always, Karen, thank you for being here. I don't know if you guys know this, but in Bozeman, there's a wide variety of cars out there on the road. Anywhere from uh, the old beater cars from the family ranch roaming around for years, all the way up to the new cutting-edge Teslas with the ski racks and the studded tires, just gorgeous. I myself, I drive a Jeep Wrangler, and as a Jeep Wrangler owner, you have a right, an inherent right, to wave at other Jeep Wrangler owners. And this has been around for God knows how long, but I do know that Jeep Wranglers, there's like this club, and if you own a Jeep Wrangler, you can wave at other Jeep Wrangler owners on the road. Now, this doesn't work with any Jeep model. I can't wave at Cherokees. I can't wave at the Renegades. I can only wave at Jeep Wranglers. And it's a right that I choose to exercise. And if you don't exercise that right as a Jeep Wrangler owner, I'm here to tell you that you need to. Not for the sake that, you know, you'll feel cool doing it, because you will. You'll feel like you're a part of something really great. And, and what better way to show off that sexy car? I mean, you're paying a premium to drive that Wrangler. Might as well join the club. But the reason you need to exercise that right is because you're making other Jeep Wrangler owners feel like idiots. And I'll tell you why. The other day I was driving around, and we'll call it rush hour, 5 o'clock-ish. I waved at a Jeep Wrangler owner as they were passing me, sort of the little two-finger salute. And they didn't wave back. Now, I, I can let that pass. The beauty of this story is that the car behind that Jeep Wrangler waved back at me. It was like a Honda Civic or something. So I probably made that person's day. We're going to go with that I did. But the issue is, is that I then felt like an idiot. Take the Honda Civic out of the picture. I felt like an idiot. And I always feel like an idiot even more so when I have visitors in town and I tell those visitors, hey, watch this as I'm passing a Jeep Wrangler. And I wave, and the other Jeep Wrangler owner doesn't wave back. Not only do I feel like an idiot, but then I look like an idiot too. You can, you can sort of hope that other cars on the road aren't picking up on this little two-finger salute. Some people go as far to wave. Like, they'll full-on wave, hang their hand out the window. They'll flail. And it's great. And you feel as if, ah, they acknowledge me. They acknowledge the premium that I'm paying. They acknowledge the beauty that is this vehicle I am cruising around town in. Thank you for acknowledging that. If you don't acknowledge that, though, it's time to turn in your keys. It's time to say goodbye to your Jeep Wrangler. It's time to buy a Prius or some other car out there that'll probably serve you just as well as a Jeep Wrangler would serve you, uh, minus the off-roading and the awesome club and the awesome fulfilling feeling that you'll have that you're getting acknowledged. But that's just me. Anyway, if you drive a Jeep Wrangler and you're not waving back, just know that you're making other Jeep Wranglers feel less of themselves. The car in general, they feel less of themselves. I believe my car has feelings. Who doesn't name their car? We won't get into that now. Just turn over your keys if you're not going to wave. Go get another Jeep. Jeep is awesome. You can even wear the Jeep baseball cap, the Jeep t-shirt. Just don't drive a Jeep Wrangler and not wave. Don't do it. As a Wrangler owner, it is your right, and it is also your duty to wave. All right. 
right, Karen, and as always, let's kick it off with our top of the hour sponsors. This installment of the Q Listener Show, episode 28, hard to believe, is brought to you by Awideo.com. That's A-U-I-D-E-O.com. Over at Awideo.com, I don't know if you guys are into music, and when I started in radio, I really wasn't. I was really into talking, thus the talk show. But there's so much out there to learn about music, and the folks over at Awideo will teach you everything you need to know. Their website is fantastic. Go check them out. But mainly, they have the Awideo show, and every week they bring you a new episode with an artist spotlight like none other. And it is fantastic. You can check them out on iTunes and everywhere else around the web that you can possibly imagine. Go follow them on Instagram to stay up to date on all the Awideo news and follow Cole and Kevin as they take you into the world of music. As always, I am Kyle Steiner here with Karen, the producer, and our full gamut of the Key Listener Show players for episode 28, coming to you from Bozeman, Montana, the last best place. It truly is. I've been to a lot of places in the world, a lot of places around Montana, and Bozeman is quite clearly the last best place. And Karen, you were telling me the other day that Uber, we're getting Uber? August 1st, it seems, we are getting Uber or at the beginning of August. Either way, right around the corner, we will be getting Uber, which who knows, I've taken Uber in big cities. It's awesome. I have no idea what it will be like in Montana, but we'll get into that here in a little bit. In the meantime, the TKLS, and for those of you who are just joining us for the first time, TKLS is the key listener show. The TKLS recap, and it's been a little while, a little while, a little while since we've uh, done a full episode. We've been extremely busy doing interviews. We've been doing the summer series with the Pine Creek Lodge out in Paradise Valley. We've been doing interviews around town for Bozeman Abroad, Bozeman on the Streets. And what I would like to do is update you on what we have going. And you can check out all of these separate installments on iTunes and on SoundCloud for your easy listening enjoyment. But uh, last week, uh, probably a couple weeks ago, we spoke with Mandy Rowden uh, out at Pine Creek. And she is just a traveling artist absolutely wonderful. Go check her out. We also met up with an artist named Lindsley. And uh, in the coming weeks, we'll be playing a few songs from all the different artists that we speak with. But Lindsley is from Cincinnati, Ohio. And we caught up with her as she was doing a two-night exclusive at Wild Joe's Coffee Spot here in Bozeman. Just a very different type of artist. Something I was not expecting, but something I was very pleased with by the time the interview was over. So you can go check both of those interviews out. And as always, we have such a great array of segments. We have Bozeman Abroad, where we talk to people not from Bozeman, but you might run into them around town. Uh, We have Bozeman on the Streets. That's people that you for sure would run into around town. And we'll be starting something new here this week. Uh, You'll see. I'm actually not going to get into what it is, but you will see. By the end of the week, you'll have an idea as to where the show might be headed. A different avenue. Nothing's changing here, but we're just going to be adding to that array. And, of course, the Summer Series with the Pine Creek Lodge. And if you guys haven't been out to the Pine Creek Lodge, it's right outside of Livingston, 15-minute drive from city limits, I suppose. Who really knows? Uh, But it's a beautiful outing. It's a beautiful outing. It's a great venue. They have a beer garden. And it's just a great time. A lot of amazing artists are making their way out there. Uh, Chip has done a fantastic job making sure that life is back at the Pine Creek Lodge because it was closed there for a little while. I was actually looking into buying it, but uh, glad I didn't because Chip 
took over the reins and is doing a fantastic job. But you know, Karen, before we get into our main segment uh, for the week, and we'll be ending off the episode with The Geek End. We've repurposed The Geek End. We used to be on exclusively Saturday nights on KGLT, but now we're everywhere all the time. And we've repurposed The Geek End, which was a combination of geek and weekend, because Kevin and I are very nerdy, and uh, we love talking about that kind of stuff. So The Geek End will ultimately just be the end of the episode. So we're really excited about doing that for for our great audience every week. But before we get into this main segment, we are not a political show. We don't talk about politics. We don't talk about religion. We don't talk about anything controversial. And uh, we're going to have to put a little star there because controversy in 2016, everything's controversial. But there's one thing I do want to touch on, and Karen is not going to like this, but I'm going to do it anyway. In the past few weeks, our country has seen a lot of acts of hate, a lot of acts of gruesomeness, and ultimately, sheer murder. And there is one group of folks out there who have been directly affected by this, and that is the great men and women of all of the different police forces from around the country. I cannot imagine what it must be like to be a police officer even without all of this awfulness going around. Every day waking up knowing that you might be putting your life on the line is something that I just cannot fathom. There are a lot of great professions out there that do the same thing. Our men and women in service, firefighters, paramedics. You never know. And it's getting to be a scary time. It's getting to be where everyone sort of has to worry and look both ways before they, they turn in any direction. But... The men and women of the police forces around our country have been directly affected by these acts of hate. And that's all I'm going to get into it with the political aspect of it, the whole act of hate and the different points of view that people might have as to why these uh, hateful acts are happening. But I just personally wanted to give a a major, major shout-out, a well-deserved shout-out, and a great deal of thanks to the Bozeman Police Force. The Key Listener Show is Bozeman's number one talk show. And every day I wake up knowing that I feel safe in this town. And I don't know what sort of equates to that feeling, but I feel safe. And I know that the men and women of the Bozeman Police Force do a great deal to ensure that I can wake up every morning feeling that way. Now, granted, do I hear sirens in the middle of the night sometimes? Sure. Does it make me unhappy? Sure. It would make everyone unhappy. I'm sure it doesn't make the police officers happy, knowing that there's something bad, potentially, going on in the middle of the night. And the Bozeman Police Force puts up with so much. They, they give us security at Music on Main. They walk up and down Main Street as they see fools stumbling over themselves, and they see kids running around uncontrollably but they do it with a smile on their face. That is one thing I've noticed. And they put up with so much. Just read the Bozeman police reports, and we're going to get into that. But they put up with so much. Some of it's stupid. I'm sure they don't see it as stupid. But as a uh, just a reader, we might see it as, as silly. They put up with so much. And there's not enough words out there to say thank you to them. 
and they deserve every last word of it regardless, even if there's not enough time in the day to say those things. So that's my piece. And uh, I know that on behalf of, I would say, 99% of Bozeman, can't speak for everyone, but I bet you I could speak for a vast majority of them, we thank you. And we wouldn't want anyone else keeping us safe. So thank you. And to give you an idea, just, just so you know, here are a few police reports from the Bozeman Daily Chronicle from the past few weeks. Ready? The first one, a caller complained about loud banging and hooting and hollering coming from a 20th Avenue garage at 2.42 a.m. Noise complaint. Probably just some kids starting a band, but hey, what can you do? Cops were called. At 2.46 a.m., a deputy thought an intoxicated man was trying to flag her down. Turns out, he was just saying hi. But you know what? They were looking out. They noticed. A man had questions about a domesticated rooster in the area. I mean, come on, only Montana, right? He's just not that into the neighbor's crowing rooster, but reckons he'll get used to it. Well, I'm glad he called the police force and told them. I'm glad. I, and I, I don't really know. Are people wasting the police officer's time? I, who am I to say? Here's another good one. A caller reported a suspicious person who was parked in a van near a daycare and possibly drinking beer. A deputy found that the woman was drinking a can of V8 and was having a very good day. Uh, you know, I kind of almost don't want to make fun of these calls because they, they could be legit concerns, but let the woman drink the V8. And don't just assume it's a beer. And sorry that she drives a van, but you know what? What can you do? Uh, here's a good one. An officer warned a man at 12.38 a.m. for lying on the side of Manly Road and shining a flashlight. In his defense, I bet you he was just looking for Pokemon. But, you know, who's to say? Who's to say? A caller reported seeing a yellowish smoke. I mean, whatever. Responders found that it wasn't smoke, but it was a reflection of city lights and some clouds. So, uh, cops just helping you out. Helping you out with smoke and everything. And finally, a man said he was tired of having his neighbor call deputies on him for driving a four-wheeler, so the man wanted to file a retaliatory complaint about the neighbor. The man said he was going to call the sheriff's office constantly until the sheriff's office creates a law about four-wheelers. He was then told that laws are created through the legislative process and not the sheriff's office. Law 101, whoever that was. Law 101. You can't just tell the cops what kind of laws to make. But that's just a brief look into what the police force and the sheriff's office and whoever else out there has to put up with on a daily basis here in Bozeman. Now, before we get going, uh, Karen, bring in a few of the interns because I have to pick their brain on this. Some of them are in high school, so they probably have been using this longer than I have. But, you know, who knows? We have another sponsor, of course, another sponsor. And this sponsor is the Pine Creek Lodge out in Paradise Valley. Enjoy a full summer lineup of musical guests and an amazing array of beer only at the Pine Creek Lodge. Go check them out today or book your cabin reservations and or buy your tickets at pinecreeklodgemontana.com. Now, uh, Karen, we're... No, we need to bring them in, two of them. It doesn't matter. Okay, but uh, what we're going to be talking about right now is Venmo. I don't know if you guys have heard about this app, but Venmo is where you get to share money and, uh, you know, sort of transfer it to your friends. Uh, 
So if you are out to dinner and there's a big party and you don't want to inconvenience the waiter or the waitress, you just Venmo one person your portion of the bill. It's amazing. And I was just introduced to this. It's been around forever. I don't know how I didn't know about it. Could be that we're sometimes behind the times here in Bozeman, but that's a story for another time. But uh, I want to know, do people have just as much fun stalking Venmo as I do? Now, you might be thinking, how do you stalk Venmo? But let me pull it up here real quick. On the Venmo like main feed, oh, here they are. Guys, on the Venmo main feed, right, there's a, uh, uh, like a feed of, of people's comments as to why they're transferring money to their friends. And it's great because you can put little emoticons in there. You can do whatever you want. Like when I bought a, uh, a uh, bison burger, I put the little bison emoticon as my comment. It was awesome. But I love going through and trying to decipher as, as to what everyone's doing on there, right? So here's one where it says beer, candy, donut, post mountain. So I'm assuming that's uh, going out, maybe breakfast and beer after a hike. But it's fun to sit here and, and like people check Twitter and people are catching Pokemon, which we'll talk about in the geek end and, and people go on Facebook. I go on Venmo. I literally, it's so much fun. And uh, it looks like a lot of people are drinking. Um, God, a lot of people are drinking. Some people are buying stuff. Uh, here's one, squirrel meatloaf. I don't know if that goes to uh, show what kind of friends I have, but squirrel meatloaf. And uh, someone took a choo-choo ride and some iTunes movies. It's just fantastic. But I was thinking, at what point do we stop... Mm, automating isn't the right word. But at what point do we stop digitalizing everything we do? I pay, in everything, uh, every, I pay for everything in cash, mainly because I don't want to be tracked by anyone. Uh, also a story for another time, but... People are sharing money like crazy, and they're telling the whole world what they're doing and why they're sharing money. And, and just I, to me, guys, I don't know. Does it seem as if it's getting to be a bit too much? Like, I know what kind of Pokemon people are, are catching. I know what kind of seafood people are buying and other things that they're purchasing. But at what point does it become too much? What point? And, and like Uber, right? So Uber is coming to Montana beginning of August, I hear. And eventually, I'd imagine Lyft, which is like the equivalent to Uber, will be here as well. But Uber, you can share rides. Um, you don't even, let's just pretend it's a robot car coming to get you. Like, if you don't want to talk to the Uber person, the driver, which in big cities, most of them don't want to talk, I've found. In Montana, I bet you they're going to be chatty Cathy. I bet you're going to get housewives who are like, oh, honey, how are you doing? Wait, I don't know why she's from New York. Where are you coming from? Oh, are you drinking? Oh, my goodness, don't throw up in the back seat. She kind of just segued to British a little bit. But regardless, it's going to be some very sweet, you know, women probably being just bored while their kids are at school, maybe. Or maybe it's going to be retired men. Or maybe it's going to be people who only can afford a car and not a house. And, and those people will be making a living now by driving around their house. I couldn't tell you because Uber is kind of new for me. I've never lived in a market that has had Uber before. I've traveled to markets that have Uber, but I've never lived in a market that has Uber. So I'm really excited for Uber. And uh, as always, you can comment anything that we're talking about right now by emailing us at show at keylistener.com or hitting us up on Facebook, Instagram. Don't do Twitter. Twitter's too much. We're on Twitter, but I don't think the interns are checking it because I never hear... Well, okay, they say they're not checking it because nothing ever happens on there. But if you, if you tweet us, I suppose, then they might check it. 
and uh, we'll be talking after the show, guys. But always, please, leave us comments. Let us know if uh, we're out of line, and uh, we probably won't acknowledge that, but let us know your thoughts. Let us know, are you excited for Uber? And uh, do you have any Uber stories? That's the greatest. One time I was in New York City, and uh, I was taking an Uber. No, New York? I was in Atlanta, and I was taking an Uber from dinner, like, on one side of town back to my hotel, and there was, like, this Indian guy who... uh, very, very thick accent, but the funniest guy out there. And uh, we kept tossing around like these weird words, and he'd try to imitate us in his accent, and it was just, it, it was great. It really was. Oh, Mr. Kyle, why do you say words in so weird way? Kind of like that, you know? And Uber rides can make for great memories. They really can. Yeah, I was talking to a few guys before the show, and I'd imagine Montana Uber will primarily be used for drunk driving. Not that the Uber drivers will be drunk, but it will help with drunk driving. It's a big problem here. I'd imagine that Classy Carl and I are probably going to go downtown, get a little rowdy, and summon an Uber just to say that we can. If I had to guess, that's what we're going to do. We're going to shoot for that, actually. We're going to shoot to get really rowdy downtown. And it's just nice knowing that if you're out and about and you had a little bit, a few more drinks than you expected... You can just call an Uber. If it's too cold in the winter to walk home like it is in the summer, well, it's not cold in the summer, but you can walk home in the summer. You can't in the winter. And uh, that'll be great to summon an Uber. Head on home. Head on home. Uber, Montana. Solving drunk driving since August 2016. Well, usually when our words get a little twisted and I start saying things, then just rambling on, it means it's the end of the show. Karen, we are at the end of episode 28. Unbelievable. And just a little bit of a recap for people who are joining us for the first time. Uh, First off, welcome to Bozeman's number one talk show. Second off, we're on episode 28. We started on KGLT. We're still on KGLT. And uh, the past eight episodes have been a a mixture of on-air and off-air and interviews and online exclusives, all sorts of amazing, great things. Lots more to come. And uh, Karen's just telling me at the beginning of the episode we had said that something cool is coming this week. It doesn't look like it's going to be happening this week with the show. Next week we'll be launching a brand new segment called Out in the Open. We'll go a little bit more in-depth as to what we're thinking there as the time arises. And, uh, yeah, episode 28, wrapping episode 28. The beautiful thing, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, we are ending every single episode with a new installment of The Geek End. Now, for those of you who don't know, The Geek End is when Kevin and I get together. Kevin is one of my co-hosts. We get together, and we nerd out for however many minutes. If we have enough content, we'll just keep on going. But we nerd about and uh, nerd about everything regarding anything, really, in the geek geekdom, in the nerdom, the geek realm. And this week, we will be highlighting all sorts of things from Pokemon Go to the new iOS 10 to Game of Thrones to Star Wars Rogue One, Star Wars Episode 8. You name it, we have it for you right here. And it's starting right now. But first, I need to give a special thanks to Lockhorn Cider House, who graciously welcomed us to their awesome location on Wallace downtown. Uh, We recorded this installment of the Geek End there, enjoyed some amazing cider, the go-to 
for all of your cider needs here in town. And uh, if you can, go check them out. Pretty amazing. I had the habanero. And I know what you're thinking. Sounds a little odd. But I'll tell you what. It is the greatest thing since regular apple cider. Now, a new installment of The Geek End. What did you hear that they're the new delaying season's it. delayed now because winter is here? Yes. And so that's actually make winter here. So right. It takes them longer to come. Right. They didn't think that through. We waited six seasons for winter to finally come, and now it is. Now we got to wait longer for, the, for when it's actually here. <laughs> It's good. What do you think of it? What do you think of this season? I'm trying to remember what was in the season finale. Finale is when they that like, second to last north, and they like declare Jon Snow like the king of the right, north, right. And we find out that he's his mom and dad. So he's like Targaryen. Oh yeah, in the flashback. Yeah. Ish. So Dana- Daenerys is his aunt. No, they, the but they always works. do this. They always do it where, because I remember, remember the red wedding. Yeah. I had not. I was catching up to that point, mm-hmm. watching it. So it had already happened. Yeah. And they, everyone was like, "Oh, the end of the season, the end of the season." And I got to the end of that season, but the red wedding was episode seven, and then I got yeah. to episode eight, and I was they like, "Always do oh, this that. Is boring." They do like they just drop the bomb on like eight. Because the episode before was where Khaleesi. Killed everyone. Yeah. Jon Snow killed everyone. Middlefinger, Littlefinger, awesome. whatever his name is, killed everyone. He gave his middle finger. He get yeah, he did. He and Sansa. Yeah. Sansa right. killed Ramsey Bolton. Dude, that was epic. That was epic. That scene, or that whole episode, was, cost him ten million dollars to film that episode. Did wow. You see that? Ten million. Game of Thrones. So we have though. to wait until what is it going to be? July of next year? I know it's summer. I don't know the exact date. Yeah. You know what? Because they screwed themselves with True Detective, so now they're trying to fill that summer void. Oh, yeah. Like, Damn it. <laughs> what we could do is delayed, quote unquote. You know what would be great, though? Silicon Valley all the way up to Game of Thrones. Did you finish Silicon this season? Oh, yeah, I did. What did you think? I thought it was great. Yeah. Once more, I think in the second to last episode where uh, Gavin and that dude who used to be the CEO of Pied Piper got yeah. on the plane. Yeah. That was the best scene ever. Yeah. They're like, wait a second. <laughs> they're like, why don't we... Look me up when I'm on our iPad and yeah. we'll play chess. When we get to cruising altitude <laughs> and we can hit Wi-Fi, HBO's really killing it. Yeah, I don't think Netflix has that good of a lineup. They sort of, they sort of peaked with uh, House of Cards. Do you watch say, that? I think House of Cards is their peak. I don't. I couldn't get into it. I didn't really mm. care. I love it. But Kevin Spacey like makes that show for me. Definitely. I heard that they're doing this. Did you hear that they're doing this? Flicks? Net, what's it called? Flix tunes or something? What's that? Flix tapes, that's what it's called. So Netflix, you can make your own mixtapes on Netflix. Really? And you can tag them like Kyle's Action Flix. And you can put, it's almost like making your own mixtape. And then people can follow that? Yeah. And then you on can, Netflix? You can share it like Instagram and Facebook. No people kidding. People can watch like your If they have a Netflix film. account. Yep. Wow. But then you can make it like, I think it's up to six. People can watch your mixtape of your favorite movies. But the law also came down and said you can't share passwords anymore. Right? So I'm going to need my password back, Kevin. Okay. <laughs> well, then how am I going to make my... I'm going to make my... My mix mixtape. Flips. Mix flex. Mix flex? That's a tongue twister. Yeah. And then since we last spoke on the Geek End, the rise of the one and only Pokemon Go. Oh, my gosh. Do you play it? Do you play it? I have it. I have it, too. I actually just deleted it off my phone today. I had it twice, and then I got it a third time. Uh-huh. 
and I've kept it. I haven't opened it yet. It drains my battery. But I've learned that with the resurgence of Pokemon, it's not as cute as it once was. It's a little more hardcore now. People are actually dying playing Pokemon. They are. Or finding dead people. That is very true. But you can't say things out loud anymore because I feel like if you're in public, right, people will judge you. But but the, everyone's playing it, so like I'm I'm afraid of being judged, but at the same time I'm not afraid of being it's judged. It's like, is it cool or is it not cool? Exactly. Nobody can figure it out. But then like if you were to say, I caught a squirtle in my bed. Yeah. When you were eight. Adorable. Nobody would know what that. Like. No one would so bat an cute. eye. You say that at 24. Can I wear them? You're suddenly a curve. What does that mean? Somebody else there? Is that a pickup line? Those happy tissues. Pokemon Go, though. Uh, I mean, and, but that's the thing. With who's, who's the first? Who do you pick first? What do you mean, who I pick first? So do you go Bulbasaur, Charmander, or Squirtle? Is that how it works? Yeah. Oh, I just caught, like, a Pidgey and tapped out. Oh. I didn't know you had to pick one. I thought that was, like, the Game Boy games. I mean, you don't have to. Oh. I, mean, I, I, I guess you could just run off. I think they, like, I just they, ran like, off. They, like, come up right away. But the beauty of it, they just tapped Google Earth, right? Yeah. It's like you're really roaming around. Mm-hmm. I was riding my bike the other day. got a vibrate. It's like you had a... Uh, Gyarados or something near you, and I was like, "Sweet, but stopped a car." <laughs> I, I, I did see someone actually on the news that stopped their for car Pikachu. for Pikachu. For <laughs> yeah. put on their flashers. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. What's I'm the not, world turning into? When I see, when I see this, I don't. I'm trying really hard not to dive into this go thing because when I was a kid, I ate it up. But it's the future. I loved it. The whole augmented reality thing. The future. Just think, when they create a Mario Kart one and you can put your phone on your actual car dash and then like in the left lane there's a mushroom and you go and cut a bunch of people off to get the mushroom and then you zoom back into your lane. How then insane But then, then you're faster. You're like chucking yeah, exactly, bananas right. out the sunroof. So when the cop pulls you over, be like, nah, I got a mushroom. I'm good. You, you, have, you have a mushroom? <laughs> Search out of the car. <laughs> Step out of the vehicle, He's please. <laughs> Or like, imagine a Harry Potter one where you can cast spells in augmented reality. Um, I heard that there, there's some sort of Star Wars one that they're making. Yeah. Yeah, but it'll be a while. Star Wars takes forever. I'll be all over that. Speaking of Star Wars, Rogue, Rogue One. one. What do you think? About it. Every day I get more and more excited. Me too. <laughs> and the more I, stuff I see, I'm like, this is gonna be freaking awesome. I'm running out of wall space for all the posters. You got them all. I have them all. You gotta catch them all. And that too. I mean, the perfect segue there, really. Okay, really. But Rogue One's going to be insane. And did you watch, there was the Star Wars celebration. No, you texted me and I was at work. And it was insane. It It started the opening crawl. I'll send it to you. Yeah, do it. And uh, the opening crawl of A New Hope. Mm -hmm. And there was that one sentence that was like, Rebels stole the Death Star plans from a hidden base, blah, 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 blah. And the scroll, Uh as it was tilting up, starts to go flat. Awesome. And the screen glitches just on that one, and you hear like it's like saving Private Ryan. You hear all these people freaking out, battles. I think it's gonna be gritty. I think it's gonna be intense. I hope it's rated R. I hope. I was just gonna say maybe it'll be rated R. They'll never do that. No. There goes I half wish. their demographic. That's true. That's what I liked. Oh. But then all the parents of the people living in the parents' basement will go see it if it's rated R. Because they'll be like, oh no, kids, we have to deal with. I don't. Do you think it'll matter for how big it'll be? I don't know. I don't know. Because I, 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 I could argue that some movies are bigger because they're rated R. Right. Right. Well, that's not necessarily true. For like, like if Harry Potter had to be PG-13. Yeah, you couldn't. 
Right, you can't make a rated R. Fifty Shades of Potter. Well, then just think about uh, Deadpool and how that was a fifth rated R movie, and it like it was huge. Up. Yeah, it was huge. And I bet your parents took their kids. Shouldn't have. Actually, I when I was it. there, there was a kid sitting next to me, mm. and my whole time I was like, "This is hilarious," but this kid should not be here. But what can you do? Nothing. Rogue One's gonna be fantastic because I, I think, think so. they're tapping into this whole thing of female leads. Felicity Jones, sexy. Daisy Ridley, sexy. Uh, yep. Even Bay. Game of Thrones is all female driven now. Right. Seriously. So. My Khaleesi. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, that's my new love, Amelia Clark. Is it? Yeah. I still love Sansa. Now here's the thing, because I saw Amelia Clark on like some talk show years ago. She had brown hair and mm-hmm. she was looking kind of frumpy. She's really cleaned up her act. Yeah. yeah She's like, she wait a minute, I'm actually a star. Yeah. Right, right. You know, wax my eyebrows. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> wait, wait. There are people that can do this for me. The first time I actually saw an interview of her speaking with brown, she has brown hair and she's using her actual voice. I was like, she is amazing. Right. I fell in love. Love at first talk. Love at first talk. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of women that have fallen in love with me over this over this show. Have to turn them all down though. Taking man. Well, that's true. What can you do? Voice for radio. I suppose. I suppose. <laughs> anyway, but also the big thing. Rogue One some more. Rogue One. The big thing with Rogue One though. Yeah, what is the it? Big thing. What is it? Is that Later? at the celebration? Oh, okay. So at the celebration. All right. Can we rewind this? At the celebration, they cut the live feed, and the people in Europe, because the the convention was in London, got to see the exclusive, like, minute and a half trailer that is nowhere on the internet. And no one, they all were, like, such Star Wars fans that they didn't take video on their phones. And usually I applaud that, but this time I'm really angry. That's just selfish. Just selfish, but apparently you see Darth Vader's reflection in a window of the Death Star, and you hear the breathing, and that's the end of the the trailer. Ah, it's got chills. Right. I, I had chills oh, from so the start exciting. with that crawl thing we just yeah. talked about. I mean, I was like, Ooh. You gotta send it to me. I will. I'll find it. Okay. I've watched it like 18 times on I YouTube. I don't doubt it. <laughs> 18 times. Yeah, but I wonder when they'll yeah, drop that trailer. Yeah, but I'll like memorize like voice or like word for word. The screams. It was just the screams. That's all that it is? Yeah, that's all no, that it is. There's no dialogue? No dialogue. It's just the crawl okay. and screams. So I've been practicing okay. in the shower. <laughs> You know that scream that's in every Star Wars movie when like guys get tossed into pits and it's like the wow yeah yeah it's called the Wilhelm scream and I learned this I went to the Star Wars convention back in 07 did I ever tell you that no yeah in Los Angeles the 30th anniversary of the New Hope and Ben Burt the sound designer was in a competition with his buddy because they were so new in the industry back in the 70s they were getting millions of jobs mm-hmm. and they were in a competition to see how many movies they could put that scream into and it just became like the official scream of Lucasfilm it's in Indiana Jones it's in Star Wars that's, how sweet's that that's totally Indiana Jones you know it totally is ah. you know what my favorite thing is about Indiana Jones is that when you punch someone it sounds like a push yeah yeah push. yeah it is the greatest it's like he whips if he punches him and he whips yep. it's the same noise uh huh also Indiana Jones 5 we've really been off the air for oh, a while gosh, that's coming and they're not replacing Harrison Ford now. John Williams is doing the score. Yep. Spielberg is directing. Yeah. Apparently, George Lucas is somehow involved in the story. What does that mean? Yeah, he probably has a consultant on. But if it's a tie piece, it was 2008. It was eight years ago that the last one came out. That took place in the 60s, I believe. Cold War. Crystal Skull. We're going to talk about 70, 68, 70. That's the thing. Is that, yeah, what, is that yeah. what they're saying? I, I would imagine. But what happened in, in history? 
I'm sure they'll come up with something. Here's the thing with movies, right, and, and I concept in the past. They're doing a lot of reboots. I just heard today that they have 17 animated reboots in the pipeline. So for Disney, they're rebooting all of the animated movies into live actions. Right. Like Beauty the Beast. Beauty and Beast, yep. Well, Emma they, Watson. They just so. did, right. Jungle Book. They just did Jungle Book. But they have seven, what did I say, 17, 18? One of those. They In the pipeline yeah. for Disney. They're going to be, they have the Peach Dragon coming out uh, right. in August. Yeah. It is good. No, that wasn't Disney, though. Was it was BFG Disney? It was, and that's what I was going to say. So Spielberg was tied to BFG, and it, it, it was bombed. It made like $20 million opening weekend. And you just have to wonder, do these big guys peak? Could George Lucas yeah. have... Let's say George Lucas did Force Awakens. Do you think it would have been as good? No. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Without a doubt, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been. But here's the thing: like JJ Abrams, I think JJ regrets not doing eight. But what I heard is that Ryan Johnson, who is doing eight, mm-hmm. I love how on the they weekend just done, we just like we, there's zero well, path. Well, but, but it, it somehow sense. ties it together. Yeah, yeah. Well, they just got done filming it. You saw the Daisy Ridley post with her like her lightsaber. Yes, and it was yes. Like, just finished. But just Ryan finished. Johnson, John Boyega, who plays Finn, yeah. said that Ryan Johnson is making an indie flick with a big movie budget. So I think it's going to be very artsy. I think it's going to be gritty and... I kind of dig that. I kind of dig that too. I don't know what that means because I'm not a big indie flick guy, but... All I know about indie flicks is it never ends how you want it to end. And that you can never see it in theaters. You can never see it in theaters. (laughs) And it gets to the point where then it just ends. There's no, like, closure. It's like, damn it. Yeah, right, right. Which is going to make sense in Star Wars. Because this is me cliffhanger. Apparently Colin Trevorrow... Do you remember episode 26 Jurassic of the show? World. We ended the show like listening to the Jurassic yeah. World theme song over and over and over yeah. again. And we had the soundbite. The T-Rex soundbite. We did have the T-Rex soundbite. Those were the days. We'll be back on KGLT this fall, but until then, we can't play this. No. We we're out in the wild. Sued. Oh, well. Oh, well. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what episode 8 holds after Rogue One. And you know what? We're not going to get any episode 8 news until after Rogue One. Dude. They're not going to drop a trailer? Nothing. I don't know. I want, remember I want last to be November, like, two Novembers ago, they dropped. Right. I want to freak out again. I know. I know. When are we gonna get the damn Rogue One trailer? Darth Vader. I think it's actually this week. Is it? I feel like I saw it this week, and next week they're gonna release like a new three and a half minute trailer. That was supposed to be like Friday, because they aired The Making of The Force Awakens right. on ABC, and then they just played the sizzle reel. No. I've already watched count. that 50 times. Count. I don't want to see any more sizzle reels. No. Even though it was gorgeous. It and Gareth Edwards, the director of Rogue One, did Godzilla. Have you seen Godzilla? I did see Godzilla. It's a good one. I mean, I liked it. I actually did not. Really? So we can disagree on one really? thing. Really? Wow. Yeah. Why didn't you like it? Dumb. I don't know. I never saw the original Godzillas. I didn't have any to base it on. Yeah, yeah. And then cold turkey, I guess. I don't know. Not really. That's how you cut something off. I was expecting that Walter White to be in a little bit longer. Yeah. He I died at the beginning. Godzilla to be in a more than just eight minutes of the whole movie. Right. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what that whole movie was about now. Um, well, that's it's about those other two weird creatures, and Godzilla's got to come and kill them. There's like the number. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna rewatch it. And the whole that was his, like, the, the whole Here's the thing. I realized that we're gonna peak when we're forty. Uh-huh. Because all these directors are getting to do live out their dreams at an older age. Yeah. Mid forties. We're still on the climb up. That's what we're I, at what the I beginning think. of the climb. Yeah, yeah. At the beginning of the climb. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. And I'm I'm so excited. Right now we get to know what their grind was twenty years ago. 
it's such a different time though like Gareth Edwards was saying that he just made little flicks on a super 8 middle, millimeter you know camera and it's like everyone has an iPhone and there's YouTube now so yeah. the competition is a lot more stiff than it was I mean maybe I, who, who knows who knows yeah I think I think the all, talent pool is less now than it was, I, was I think it's more saturated because mm-hmm. any white girl can take a picture of a bench in black and white and call it art and then they, hashtags and then it gets like a thousand likes and then here I am struggling with 20 likes I know I don't get it I don't get it either let's go play Pokemon Go like those girls are behind us well speaking of Pokemon Go (laughs) okay another thing that we missed in the news while off air iOS 10 what a letdown dude I should care less actually which is the first time in my life what a letdown nothing Mm -hmm. looks a little bit more sleek I'll get the iPhone 7 because I'm due yeah. But the, not that's not going to be a big update. It's going to look the same. Bigger camera. Woo-hoo. Still not going to get a thousand likes. Camera's a little better. Yeah, we put a different sensor and a different crystal screen. I know the lines. megapixel isn't as high, but it's better. Yeah, put a 40 megapixel <laughs> camera in there. What is stopping them? Windows Nothing. did it 10 years ago. Nothing. <gasps> but they got 4K. Okay. Yeah, but I can't watch it on anything. I don't have, I don't have a 4K screen. Exactly. So what's the point? What is the point? I, I can't use my Apple Pencil on it. No. What a waste of money. Pencils. <laughs> I use it for one thing. What? Filling that little hole in my backpack where the pencils are supposed oh, to go. Oh, sure. That it serves for, its job there. Legit, then, though, at least. Yeah, I mean, I walk around and oh, there's a, a light. I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He knows what he's doing. With he backpack. does know what he's doing. He does. I don't know. I'm thinking because we were talking about earlier in the show that we were Uber is coming and yeah, we were yeah. going to be driving around and uh, taking joy rides. But I'm thinking Uber is going to really cap, yeah, capitalize on money with the Pokemon goers because they'll be hanging out the window. Dude, they don't right? need to drive. That's a business model right there. You just call an Uber. You can have like an Uber next to you while you play. Because he's getting paid. You can pay All right, we're gonna stop recording now because this is our idea. TM copyright trademark, <laughs> yeah. whatever else. That's genius. We should, we should be Uber drivers just for Pokemon. Yeah. What can we call that? We can call it Pokemon Go. Pokemon We Go. Yeah. I don't know how that works. We get you Pokemon Rides. I'm literally going to summon an Uber just to do that. I will play Pokemon Go in. August first. Get in. <laughs> be like, so where are you go going? Go left up here. There's. A- <laughs> But sir, it says we need to make it right here because of traffic. There's no traffic in Bozeman. Make a left. Uh-huh. It's a pokey stop over there. It is a pokey out. stop. We gotta check it out. I don't even know how that works. I don't either. I, I so apparently you can run out of pokeballs. Yeah. Because I was freaking those things in a squirtle for a little while, mm-hmm. and this little bugger wasn't going in, and then boom, I was out of pokeballs. I like how you flick it. Sometimes it's like, where did that wind gust come from? Yeah. What? <laughs> Augmented reality. Built-in wind gusts. <laughs> Sooner or later, that'll be the case, though. They will tie in every aspect of nature into... What your, like your whole environment. Right, it'll tap into the Weather Channel app, mm-hmm. not just Google Maps. And it'll tap into the wind, and the Pokeball will That's crazy. be blown in the wind. Gross. Man. What's I, the world coming to? I don't to? know. I was, I, I you know what I mean? That's all I can think about right now is, wow. What's the world coming to? What do you think about Uber coming I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. A story from an, another time, really. Okay. Let me get in the car first, and then I'll let you know. Right. 
I just don't want to be picked up by, you know, giant engine lifted Ford F-150s. I want to get into a nice sedan. I don't feel like those exist here. Well, don't, don't they tell you what the car is? I think I've... I've yeah, but I'm not going to turn someone down if I see what kind of car is going Yeah, and I feel like with the population right now, it's going to be like, you want this one or this one. Right, yeah, exactly. Not, there's 10. Right. Truck with mud flaps? Yeah. Or Prius? <laughs> I'm Prius. I'll choose the Pri, please. The Pri? The Pri. Well, Kevin, I think that is our... Uh, Anything else? Is that it? Our uh, recap of the Geek End from like the past month. No, I will say, I didn't think it would take us this long to do another one. I know. It's been way too long. It's been way too long. Episode 28, live. I even forget what we're Soon. geeking about. We've been geeking about a lot. But the beautiful thing is that we've repurposed the Geek End. It used to be geeking out on the weekend, but now right. it's just geeking out at the end of every episode. And, and Every Wednesday segment. will be a new geek, a new geek God, I, are they, they going to be able to keep up with us? I don't want to have to go well, digging for nerd. <laughs> the beauty is that we could actually record the geek in whenever we felt like it and just say it's on Wednesday. But we released <laughs> you it on slide Wednesday. Dog. You slide, dog. <laughs> so this past week, uh, yesterday. I mean, before you know it, I, iOS 10 will be out. It's really a little over a month away. That's true. Right? Early September iPhone 7 will be here. We'll have Suicide Squad coming out soon. That'll be fun. Yeah, I'm pumped for that. I don't know. I think that's the geek end for this week, though. All right. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. All right. All right. (laughs) And thanks to the Lockhorn Cider House. I'm kind of tipsy. No nerds are coming here, though. uh, No, it's true. They need to repurpose and rebrand their different cider names and call, like, let's see. What can we turn a nerd cider into? Like the... Like uh, the, if it was um, like vegan stuff, I'd go all day. If it was like what? Like vegan themed things. <laughs> I'm trying to think what's like nerdy, like like a Mountain Dew. Like a bulba cider or a Oh there you go. Something like that, you know what I mean? That's a good one actually. We could keep going. Bulba cider. Bulba cider. Have you seen that A Sidemander? Ooh. What? Picadur? No, that sounds weird. Pick a dirt. Pick a dirt. All right, well, we'll just pick it up next week. All right. All right. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, Pat. You have a great geeky week. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> Let's geek out. As always, I am Kyle Steiner here with Karen, the producer. Thanks again to my great friend and awesome co-host, Kevin Lickness, for hosting yet another awesome installment of The Geek End. We will be back next week with a brand new episode of The Key Listener Show. We will see you then.